0: Welcome to the Shilling Toastmasters podcast.
1: We come to you weekly from Shilling Speakers Toastmasters Club,
0: an online club with global membership in District 91 in the UK. Welcome everyone to Shilling Toastmasters podcast. This week you're listening to me, Philippa Gray and
1: Violeta Saladiene.
0: And later on we have a very special guest, but you will learn more about that later. So as always, we will start with our thought for the week. Violetta.
1: Thank you, Philippa. Yes, this week, uh, most of the time, I was watching international speech contests in different clubs and areas. It is a great experience to, uh, to do that and understand what type of speeches win contest, how well-prepared and how experienced speakers are. I think observing and watching is an important part of learning and it is a process at the end of which a speaker may form its own unique style. Another point that I noticed is how relaxed and comfortable speakers were. The more experienced the speaker, the more relaxed voice and appearance were. And speaking about the voice, as we all know, it is the key element for a speaker. And it is important to take a good care of it. I also have read an article by Bill Brown, DTM, on how to take care and feed the voice. So here are the main points. So before you speak, what is recommended to do? To drink warm or room temperature water to keep your voice cords hydrated. Don't drink cold water, it can irritate. Drink concentrated Aloe vera juice, it can help bring the voice back in case you have a cold or you feel that you are losing your voice. And it's recommended also to have a hot, steamy shower to make your course hydrated and soft and ready for your talk. And there are three points that what is not recommended, so avoid dairy products, it may increase mucus, avoid alcohol, caffeine, and decongestants. They dry out your vocal cords and do not clear your, thor- your throat continually. It won't help you. So three good things and three things to avoid, and I hope we can all have good and hydrated voice cords, ready for our next peak. What about you, Philippa?
0: Oh, I've had a very different week. But first of all, thank you for that advice on looking after your voice. It hadn't ever occurred to me that I should be doing that. And some of that advice is not what I'd have expected. So might be all right at the moment. I've got some tepid tea to keep me going, but... No, my insight this week uh, came about because, as I think I might have mentioned before, I'm involved in a lot of other things outside Toastmasters. But within Toastmasters, I'm on the motivational speaking uh, pathway. I'm really focusing in the motivation to the point where I can't actually remember the correct name of the pathway. I think it's motivational speaking. So yes, I've been thinking hard about what motivates people and I've been to a couple of meetings recently where a group of us trying to work together to campaign against uh, bright ideas from the local water company, which we don't think will help deliver water through our taps and will actually do a lot of harm to the local uh, environment, economy, whatever. And it's never occurred to me, I'm so used to being part of a group and we all work together. This group actually, it's collected together people who have actually got very different aims and ideas. And it's been real insight into what, certainly what motivates people. Uh, Just because you've got a group with seemingly common aim doesn't mean they have the same motivation. Certainly don't have the same understanding. Uh, I come at campaigning from the point of view of firing up people around me, my neighbours, local community, which means an emotional approach, I love science, I love logic. You have to have a good understanding of any science, uh, all the data and facts behind your campaign, but it's no use taking those to the public at the moment. You've really got to look at all those and then find something that will grab people's attention. Uh, Something you can turn into a really good photograph or a really uh, interesting headline. So that is my insight today, that motivating people, motivating a group, is even harder than I found it. I think I've probably come to some understanding of why I have failed in the past, because, of course, you... Unless you uh, check out the group very thoroughly, they're all going to have different ideas, different understandings, different aims. And you've really got to find a way to connect to all of your or most of your audience to actually make some progress. So
1: that's very true. That's very true, Philippa. Yeah, it's not that easy. Sometimes theory is much easier than practice. Yes.
0: So, I hope that's interesting. Um, It could be I'm the last person to realise this and the whole world knows it already, which is a thought I frequently have. But anyway, that is my thought for the week. So, I think we will wrap it up. That's the end of part one. Join us in part two and meet our guest for the week. Welcome back to part two of the Schilling Toastmasters podcast. I'm thrilled to unveil our guest, who is called Q. Is this Q from James Bond? Is this Q from Star Trek? Hear letter. <gasps> Enlighten us. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Philippa. Dear listeners, today our special guest is a member of Shilling Speakers Club, who practices positivity gratitude, and act of kindness. Loves comedy, food, films, theater, and live music, prefers spirituality rather than religion per se, and regularly attends talks and workshops on healing the mind and soul. She's passionate about Toastmasters Goldster, and Inspirations Positive Living Group. Please welcome
2: Q. Thank you so much, Violetta. It's lovely to be here and with all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Q. Thank you for coming to
1: our podcast. And since you are here, I want to ask you, how did you come up with the idea to joining Toastmasters?
2: Well, I'd always thought about joining Toastmasters since I met somebody at a Buddhist centre in Southampton and he was talking about Toastmasters and how it had changed his life and it, I think that was a Wessex Toastmasters um, and I, I often thought about going along, but didn't do anything about it, um, mainly the journey time and things. So when the pandemic arose, I saw on Facebook an advert for Toastmasters and I thought, oh, this might be the ideal time to attend because I'm not seeing anyone. So it'd be lovely to actually meet people on Zoom postmasters so i i actually haven't been to a physical club as yet so i haven't attended in person so that might be uh, quite a baptism of fire one day i might have wobbly knees <laughs> 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 but uh i um yeah so i i'm I, i'm very comfortable looking at faces on the screen and uh making eye contact and um connections with people and i think that's that's the main thing that i i really gained from toastmasters a, a new group of friends and i have i've been to many toastmaster groups across the the country and uh in as, as scotland and um in ireland and i i've just met so many wonderful people i don't think there's anybody who i haven't liked and it's it's really a brilliant t- To have so many supportive, loving people, and see their beaming faces across across the room, and uh, it's just made my life so. Thanks, brilliant, absolutely. I couldn't
1: believe Q. I'm the same. Uh, I joined Toastmasters only online, and since then, I haven't been in any of the physical Toastmasters meeting, which I'm planning to do only. So, (laughs) what a nice coincidence. One day. (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, one day would be great. Yeah. (laughs) Right, yeah. And um, speaking about Toastmasters, uh, um, can you share what was your biggest challenge being
2: a my biggest challenge is is uh, table topics. <laughs> so uh, yes, unless you caught me unawares as as uh, Philippa had done the other week, I would uh, turn my camera off. and <laughs> I am, um, I, I, I think it's a case of uh, brain freeze and and not knowing you know where I'm going with the answer. That is my challenge. Um, And also if I know I've got a speech coming up, the nerves will kick in and uh, then I'm not a very nice person to know. (laughs) So, yeah, I, 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 I in a small group of people and, you know, if I'm passionate about a subject, I'm happy to talk about it. But if it's something that I don't know about, then then sometimes I, I get a f- case of this brain freeze and I, I don't know what to say. So it's yes. a bit of processing I agree time. with you.
1: Okay. Especially you with mind. table topics, yeah. Sometimes, but it doesn't show definitely. with you,
2: Violetta, but it definitely shows with
1: me. <laughs> it is happening with me as well. Does it? Definitely you hide too. it well. Yes. Oh, sometimes... I couldn't find any words in my pocket, and then I am stressed very much, very much stressed. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah,
2: so... uh, sometimes if uh, you know, I, I'm I, I love languages, so sometimes when I, I I went to France and I hadn't spoken French for about I don't know 40 years or something like that, and and uh, then these Hindi words were coming in, or Russian words,
0: <laughs> not not any
2: <laughs> not any French words. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know yeah. the feeling. But not even English comes to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it happens
2: with languages. It is so uh,
1: peculiar thing. Yeah. Yes, and uh, sometimes uh, if uh, I meet somebody speaking other language, for example, Russian, yeah. uh, the first thing that I think in my head is English words, but I cannot yes. remember any Russian words. That's even time. though i i was learning russian for 12 years at school oh
2: wow maybe we can so, have a conversation but... one day because i did it for an o level and uh i i loved it and i loved writing in cyrillic because it was like a code you know uh, <laughs> yes it, says... it is i also went in uh, 19 was it 88 uh, a few years after chernobyl and um uh, the people were so lovely the, the russian people were so lovely and yes. made us really f- feel welcome, and they gave us gifts and and like, you know, they hardly had anything, but they 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 gave they they were just generous and wanting to give, you know. So yes,
1: yes, I got yeah. you.
2: All right, uh,
1: moving on. Uh, you said you love comedy, and I want I to ask, what is your favorite comedian?
2: Oh, that's a really tough one, but I do love John Bishop. You know, I, I attended a, a few of his uh, work in progress shows and uh, he, he eventually knew my name. <laughs> so was, and when I asked him a question in the you from show, James Bond, <laughs> he, he said, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was um, fantastic. I love John Bishop and I love uh, Michael McIntyre, Billy Connolly and. All sorts of comedians, uh, Sarah Millican, uh, oh, you name them. I think there's hardly anybody I don't like. So um, I, I, I love all comedy, and and I love like comedy shows as well as as well as like stand-up shows. I like also sitcoms and things like that, like The Good Life mm-hmm. and uh, Only Fools and Horses. And you'll have to look yes. them up, Violetta, if you haven't seen them. They're uh, some yeah, very good of ones them, from a the past. Of them. Yeah,
1: yeah. my favorite is Ricky Gervais.
2: Comedian. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, especially on a day like very rainy or maybe not very happy day. So it's yeah. very nice sometimes just to switch on TV yes. and have a couple of yeah. minutes or half an hour. Nice stand-up comedian show. And it yeah. just brightens cool. the day.
2: Yes, it brightens the day. It changes your mood. And your outlook yes. on life, doesn't it? It's, uh, they say that, that, you know, that laughter can heal. So, you know, it it's, uh, take out the cortisol from your body and all the bad things that are related to it and uh, just heal yourself with laughter. Sounds good. Sure,
1: yeah. And uh, speaking about your favourite music, you said you like live music. What genre of music do you like best? Oh,
2: I, I like all sorts of music um uh, one of my favorites is simply red um with mick hucknall and uh i've seen him a few times maybe three or four times uh yeah and i uh, i love the the music um oh there's so many and it doesn't you know oh, there's so many groups that i i um, would love um uh, i'm not so much into rap music that that isn't hmm. my style but uh I would say generally I, I'd give anything a go. And some of my lovely friends have won um, tickets for some tribute bands, which I hadn't seen before and things like a uh, Coldplay and that some tribute bands, which were fantastic. So um, I, I, I like the real thing. You to me are everything the sweetest song I could sing. There's some, um, some, some really p- beautiful music out there. Um Yeah. Do you mm. like going to concerts, to live concerts? I I do I do love it, but now I'm I'm shielding at home and she, she, I, I want to protect my mum as long as I can keep her. So um, I I'm avoiding any crowded venues. So I'll only go somewhere where there's, there's a a room with an open window and and hardly anybody there. So I do not <laughs> <have>, unfortunately <laughs> concerts are my thing at the moment. Wonder, surely uh, yeah i'll I'll rely and, on Spotify at the moment, <laughs> and memories
1: that's a good thing, yeah, you can do a real concert at home,
2: yeah, <laughs> we can do that as it Sophie expecto back uh who had the concerts in her um in her kitchen for lockdown, I think, so uh they, those yes. are good, yeah, and speaking about the
1: kitchen, what is your favorite food,
2: ooh. <laughs> I do love pizza and it sounds a bit bizarre, but my favourite pizza would be like vegetarian pizza, but you could also add some ham on it. It sounds very crazy. I think they have a double take in a restaurant if I ask for that. So I think pizza, pizza, lasagna, um. Yeah, yeah, I like anything. And probably the unhealthier, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, and
1: with pizza, you can do so many variations. Depending on mood, you can add something, remove some food, some ingredients. Very many different variations. Add some spices, and one day you can Italian, pizza, another day American. The third day, maybe some spices from India.
2: I've never had an Indian pizza before. But <laughs> Me either. I've had Indian-style Chinese food, so that's interesting. So it's very different to the uh, Chinese food over in, in Britain, for example. So, yeah, it's interesting how it, you know, the, the different cultures flavour the 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 mood and the, the pizzas and, and, and all the foods, the Chinese and that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and
1: the last one, question. Um, What would you advise to our listeners as a Toastmaster?
2: Um, Sorry, I've got all these ums and ahs. I hope (laughs) hope nobody's keeping (laughs) count. (laughs) I would advise people to just enjoy the ride, to accept the advice of others and ask for help if you need it and just enjoy being with each other and like-minded people and learning from each other because there is a lot we can learn we don't have to just be like the center of attention we can just look listen learn and yeah and grow so that's my advice
1: yeah that's very valuable very valuable advice Thank thank you thank you Thank you, Q,
2: for Thank coming you. to Shilling Toastmasters podcast. Oh, it's a pleasure and thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: So that wraps up thanks. part two of the Shilling Toastmasters podcast. Rejoin us for part three, where Violetta takes to the soapbox. Welcome back to the Shilling Toastmasters podcast. Violetta, you're on the Soapbox, so what are you going to tell us about this week?
1: Thank you, Philippa. This week in Soapbox, I would like to share a story. Um, A story from my work experience merged together with Toastmasters' skills, and I hope listeners will enjoy it. It was a regular day in magistrate's court. A young lad was charged with burglary and the prosecutor read out his account out loud. As I walked down the soggy and uneven lane, I gazed at a rickety and dilapidated house. I reluctantly shuffled to the crumbling stone steps and knocked on the door. But it was so ancient that it just fell down onto the dusty and crumbling floor. I decided to take a plunge and walked into the front room. There, I saw a cupboard with many China dolls. The dolls looked very nice, so I opened the door of the cupboard to be able to have a better look at them. I put the dolls in the bag I was carrying to be able to take them outside and look at them in the daylight. The living room was shadowy, so I couldn't clearly see. Then I walked walked to another room, which was infested with bugs and spiders. In the corner was a small glass cabinet where I saw a watch collection and some coins. I used to repair watches and therefore I was interested in their mechanisms, but I could not see them well in badly retro lit room. So, I put some watches and coins inside my bag, along with the dolls. But I wasn't going to steal them. I only wanted to look at them in the daylight. When I arrived at the front door with my bag, I heard someone shouting Something from behind me that scared me. I felt my heart beating faster than a racing cheetah. I started sprinting out the front door as fast as I could, but the person behind me was even faster. He chased me, and I ran straight to the policemen who were already standing on a cobbled pavement right in front of the creepy house. Then, added the prosecutor, he was arrested, taken to the police station, and charged with burglary. Magistrates have listened to what was said and then addressed the defendant. Mister, you do not have a legal representation today. Do you wish to address the court and explain why did you do that? The lad stood up and said, I wasn't going to steal them. I only wanted to look at them in the daylight. I'm innocent. I am a decent person, an honorable person. I work full time and help my old mother financially. At that moment, the prosecutor said, Your worship, may I make an application for the bad character, please? Yes, replied the legal advisor. This young man is 24 and he already has 13 convictions of for dishonesty, theft and robbery.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Violeta. That was excellent. Most intriguing. You really are good at telling stories. So that is the end of this week's Shilling Toastmasters podcast. It's goodbye from me, Philippa Gray.
1: And goodbye from me, Violeta Solediene.
0: Hope to see you next week. That's it for today from the Shilling Toastmasters podcast. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share with your friends.